Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and you know, I wasn't even sure if I was going to like record today because I just feel like such shit. But honestly, I door dashed myself some tampons, which yes, you can do. And I just felt like once I did that, there was nowhere else for me to go than to commit to the podcast. Honestly, I don't know if I'm going to make it through the whole episode today because I might throw up. But also, doesn't that sound like a fun adventure? Will she throw up today? Will she not? The world may never know. Um, just to paint you this really nice picture of what I look like, um, I'm sure I'll post a clip of this episode on my Instagram or TikTok or both. But, you know, just in case you're not social media savvy, um, I'm currently wearing my, you know, comfort snowman pajamas. I've got a nice silver bow in my hair. I just found it on the ground at my parents' house, decided to put it on. And uh, my favorite aspect of my outfit today is my very old Joe Montana t-shirt. And I assume that when Joe Montana decided he wanted to play football, you know, at his young age, and he was like, I'm going to go to the NFL. The real dream was that I'm going to go to the NFL. So that way, some girl on her period with mega cramps can always wear my shirt as a comfort shirt. I'm sure I have to just assume that that was a part of his grand football plans, you know? And hey, Joe Montana, if you're out there um, and you'd like to confirm, happy to have you on the podcast. You know, um, I have interviewed Vernon Davis before, so I do have a small amount of street cred and I will be riding that train for the rest of my life. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) So like I, yeah, like I mentioned, I'm not feeling very good. I'm on a bunch of antibiotics. I got my period out of nowhere. The, The air conditioning broke in this house, which I swear to God, I don't remember the air conditioning ever breaking in my parents' house until I moved home. I feel like it's broken every summer when it gets the hottest, and um, I'm sick of it. I like to lodge a formal complaint to management, but, you know, also I don't pay rent, so there's that. And um, the reason I I started doing my podcast right when I got off work, which is normally the plan on Mondays, but it was so freaking hot in here. I couldn't get through, like, any words without... (gasps) Like in these like big gasps and shit. And right now it looks so creepy. I have a blanket up over the window and it's all dark in here except for my ring lights. I look like, you know, a straight serial killer. The snowman pajamas in the mid of August or beginning of August also scream psychopath to me. But like here I am living my life and <laughs> it's a mess. So anyways, <laughs> I need someone to turn down the heat. Um, I made this joke on my TikTok, but yeah, when I said I wanted a hot girl summer, this is absolutely not what I was talking about. My body just like can't stand the heat. So with the introduction to these antibiotics, which I hate, and um, the period, the flowing, and I already had like a full blown migraine last week. And I know this sounds like I'm just bitching about my life. And um, I am. That's actually exactly what I'm doing, because you are my people that I complain to about my life. So we're just going to let it happen. But yeah, you know, my sister came over and she was like, what do you think's causing your migraine? I was like, well, what illness would you like to start with? And I'm sure we could draw a table. You know, it's kind of like when you're figuring out how many people 
hooked up with each other on Vanderpump rules. Like you want to draw a web. That's the same web you can spiral when you're trying to figure out what's causing one of my many issues. So anyways, yeah, I'm like in a weird place. (laughs) Also, the fact that I had a migraine was super annoying because, you know, I'm already a bad texter. It's not my strong suit. And then I couldn't even look at a phone. And it's like, okay, well, fuck. To all the messages I didn't respond to, I'm super sorry about that. Um, I'm getting on my shit. But it's actually as much as I was sick, you know, the last few days, it was a wonderful week. So, you know, as I mentioned, I think on the last episode, two episodes ago, I'm sorry, Miss Wednesday, but your girl was out of office. I was out in the woods doing my shit. I was up in Pinecrest sleeping in a cabin with Aaron and Ben, both friends of the pods, both, um, you know, guest hosts of of the podcast with me. And, you know, it's it's a really special bonding moment when, you know, you as the maid of honor sleep in the same cabin as, you know, your best friend and her fiance. I feel like that's one of those moments that not everybody gets to experience. But I think it's important. I think if you are going to write a speech about two people and you are going to be a part of their love story, it's important that you all share a cabin together in the middle of the woods. I just think that's bonding. That's life. Um, (laughs) Anyways, it was super fun. And uh, before that, I went to my first Giants game in, you know, the last couple of years, um, because obviously COVID. And I sat in the new 415 section. And let me tell you guys, I just feel like the street cred, once again, that I think I have sitting in the section, it was so cool. So basically, I believe it's going to be this new kind of like membership thing where you can buy, you can become a member and you could sit there and pick a few games or something. It was so lively. It's what I imagine it was like going to a school that cared about sports and sitting in their section. Because, you know, for me, uh, you know, I went to the the home of the Seawolves and no shade, but we didn't really give a fuck. So and we didn't have a football team. So I just imagine that that's what it felt like. Everyone was super hyped to be there. Uh, we got on the Jumbotron, which I don't recommend looking up because uh, the white girl dance moves that I was pulling out were quite embarrassing. I saw all these TikToks about white girl dancing and I was like, I, I just watched that on a very large screen at Oracle Park and it was painful. It was painful. But the game was so fun. It, I missed live sports so much. Like I love sporting events. I don't ask me name players because like, fuck you. But I really just love the energy that's there. The drinking Um, Oracle Park has stepped up their drinking game, by the way. Um, They had this one area that literally looked like the beer aisle at Safeway. It had just doors of all these cans. And look, I love the taste of a beer on draft. Don't get me wrong. But Half of that beer is always getting spilt by my dumb ass, like walking down the bleachers, having to focus because I trip. Like if you don't know, um, in eighth grade, we went to the um, D.C. and New York trip and I fell down the stairs at Broadway, like literally tripped and fell down the stairs in the balcony. Um, this guy, Michael Carrick, he stopped me. He saved my life. If you um, I probably will never talk to him again. But if you happen to, uh, you can thank him for me being alive right now, because I think my head would have like hit the wall. Um, and so anyways, I'm super clumsy. So half my beer spills, but they had all these tall cans. And I was like, wait, this is the business. This is like 
the best thing ever because it's in a can. It doesn't fall as much. And I just I don't know why we weren't doing that shit before. This is so ingenious. And did I think I was going to come on here and talk so passionately about canned beers at Oracle Park? No, that wasn't the plan today. I have a long list of shit to talk about and that that wasn't on it. But you know what? We start the way we start this podcast and we go on tangents because once again, it's a day. I door dash myself tampons. I just feel like it could only go up from here. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I have a section for breakup shit because I was super angry when I was writing show prep today. And I don't know if I'm still angry about it, but I'm going to get through the rest of the episode. And if I get mad enough, I will go back or I will save it for the next time I'm angry. Right now, I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. And I don't know if I'm ready to get passionate. This is something I'm ready to get passionate about. And that is High School Musical, the musical, the series. If you don't watch... There is no reason for you to still skip this section. I think it's important for you to get educated on our times, you know, which is the times of this new generation of High School Musical. Uh, It is the TV show starring our girl Olivia Rodrigo. Now, the season has come to an end, and I just have to say that if you're watching the show hoping that it's going to be good, Uh, that's where you're missing out. Because much like Glee, um, these are shows and movies that are 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 shit, but you love them because they're shit. Like I love High School Musical so much. And one of my favorite things I did on my dating apps was one guy who told me he was really into sports. I asked him if he's seen the best sports movie of all time. And he said, which one is that? And I said, High School Musical 3. Um, He did not know what I was talking about. And I was like, but Troy won back to back championships while being in the school musicale. How can you look at me and tell me that that is not the athletic cinematic moment of a lifetime. I just will never understand. And once again, yes, I am saying this in my Joe Montana t-shirt, <laughs> making him so proud. Um, anyways, okay, so the series is just shit. Like, I have, there's so many problems with it to me. I just feel like, first of all, there's not enough singing. Second of all, the plots make no sense at all. And I feel like the character development is so confusing. It's just like, one minute I'm rooting for, you know, like our Troy and Gabriella to get together, Ricky and Nini, and then they're breaking up before that, like right as they started dating. And it's just like, wait, I'm like, can we get no moment of bliss between these two? It's so it's so weird. They're always fighting. Miss Jen's a crackhead, which I love a little bit until she was like, hey, Ricky, kill yourself to be the beast, basically like that. She was like, jump off something tall. I don't know. It's just weird. And, you know, a spoiler in the ending, like the whole thing is about this competition that they had. And, you know, they decide that the competition was too much and they're not even going to find out if they won. It's like McKinley High would never. McKinley High would never. And I think what the show is missing is a Sue Sylvester because clearly these kids aren't being pushed enough to succeed because, you know, And if you don't know anything that I'm talking about, I think that's on you to get educated. I think that you need to watch Glee. I think that you need to watch High School Musical, the original movies. You can skip two, in my opinion. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but you can just watch the pool scene of Fabulous um, and the baseball scene of I Don't Dance and be good because that's all that matters. And then, um, yeah, that I, <laughs> and then you should watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. And there is rumors right now 
that Olivia Rodrigo will not be returning to the next season. And I feel like they did nothing with her character. Like her character, people really, according to TikTok, people really don't like her on the show, but they love Olivia. So we put up with it. But I, I don't I don't really have any feelings to her. I think she's very talented in the show, but they really make her, you know, kind of this weird character that it's like she's supposed to be having this come of age moment, but it's just it's just not getting there for me. And so um, they definitely wrote it, in my opinion, as if she could leave the show, which seems so bizarre to me. Once again, you know, it would High School Musical go on without Vanessa Hudgens. It's like it could as long as there was a Sharpay Evans. But my issue right now is that I don't feel like there's an Ashley Tisdale Sharpay Evans in this like there's some not something in this show that's pulling me in also they did beauty and the beast and didn't even have Belle in the yellow dress which is just like what the fuck so anyways i don't know if olivia rodrigo is going to be returning but i also saw so she had like a merch launch and everything's coming in like so ugly like it looks as if when you were in high school and you wanted to make matching t-shirts so you bought hanes t-shirts at your local michaels into the iron-on shit that's exactly what it looks like. It's so bad. So, I mean, obviously, she's not the one handpicking her merch. That's, you know, her team. So hopefully someone will come in there and get her because she is way too early in her career to be making floppy shit like that. You know, I swear to God, if I don't lose all of my emotional eating weight sitting here right now in this fucking heat doing this podcast, I'm leaving. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm leaving. <laughs> Okay, so this week on the question of the week, I wanted to talk about Simone Biles, and I have such a strong opinion on Simone Biles and, you know, her decisions and what she ended up doing. And I just wanted to know if other people were as passionate as I am or if there was someone out there that was actually like upset. So in case you're living under a rock, Simone Biles is um, the greatest of all time, the GOAT gymnast. She's from um, she reps Team USA and she made the decision to pull herself out of a few of the competitions for gymnastics um, due to her mental health, which, you know, to me, this was one of the biggest moments in history and one of the greatest things that could have happened to the Mental Health Matters movement. And I am not happy in any way, shape, or form that she is doing this. Uh, It makes me so sad that she's hurting so bad. I just mean that in the way that people look at mental health, and it's getting better, but people look at mental health as if, you know, just walk it off. Like, just, you know, and I'm using one of my own favorite terms, walk it off against myself on this one, but they just, you know, like just feel better. Just don't think that thought, you know, there's all these things and it's not the people who believe that. I don't think it's their fault. They just, it's a hard concept to understand. It's a hard thing to understand that there's people out there that literally have to tell themselves when they wake up in the morning, Hey, like you don't, we're not going to die today. Like that's just not what we're going to do. And there's people who literally, you know, analyze and analyze and analyze events to the point where they don't attend. Like um, both those things have happened to me. So I can tell, you know, that that this is the thing. So in the question of the week, let me pull this up. Okay. So um, 
one one answer was proud, which I would completely agree. I think this was such a big moment for Simone. Good for her for listening to her body and her mind. Yes. And, you know, this point of of listening to your body and your mind, I feel like those aren't things that are taught to you as an athlete. As an athlete, you are taught to play through that this is your last chance. Leave it all on the field. Leave it all on, you know, the beam. I don't know the gymnastics terms. So these are just things that like I've been told or seen my whole life. Like these are the inspiring moments where you play through an injury. I mean, I played through a broken rib, three concussions. I say three generously. There's probably more, um, you know, a broken toe. Uh, I I sliced my entire hand open one time on a olive jar before a game and played through that. And all these things I thought were normal. Like, I just thought that's what you're supposed to do. And I don't say this saying that my coaches told me that because obviously my coach for a long time was my father and he did not like that I did this kind of shit. But it just felt like if you didn't play you were letting the team down. At least that's how I felt. I always felt like if I wasn't in the game, if I wasn't participating, then like I was letting them down in some way. And like I was going to push through these pains and, you know, I was going to inspire someone when it's the exact opposite now. Like when I was coaching, I could not have been more strict and annoying. If one of my girls had a stick even come close to her head, obviously in lacrosse terms now, I'd pull her out. If I thought for any reason that she was hurt, I'd pull her out. And every time they were mad at me, every time they were yelling at me, and I, I get it because I used to do the same shit. And I was like, trust me, one day you're going to be fucking older like I am. And you're going to be in meetings trying to keep up, but you can't because your brain is slower because you had 100 concussions and you are going to regret this. I mean, I don't I don't I say that meaning I don't regret anything that I did. I loved playing lacrosse. I'm so proud of my career. I'm not trying to shit on it. But I just mean that like, you know, in the end of the day, I'm not a fucking athlete still, you know, like I'm a marketing person with a podcast that I'm hoping will be successful, you know. So it's it's at the end of the day, it's like you don't want to ruin your whole future, your whole life for, you know, an hour game. And um, I think Simone Biles saying that truly is going to put this stamp on people to know that, like, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to, you know, not play in the championship game if, you know, you think you're super injured. I just think, and and not only physically injured, but mentally injured. Um, They were talking about you know, when I think they called it the spins. I feel like I should have looked it up before. Um, it had a, like a cute name that's a twisties. I don't remember. I'm so bad at knowing things for my own podcast. But basically, I was watching some videos on it. And it's it's kind of like and I'm sure some gymnast is yelling at me, but this is the gist that I got. It's kind of like you're in the air and you kind of forget what you're doing and then you crash down. And so, you know, that was happening to Simone, which leads me to another answer I got. She said, um, not surprised after watching qualifying rounds, I could tell she wasn't in it mentally. She just looked like she was going through the motions and not having fun. And one thing about Simone Biles, like, you know, she's always smiling and all this stuff. And like, you know, so I can I can totally see that. And I did get one person who had a, had a comment that I wasn't like too into. And she said, you know, I was let down. I looked up to her and to see her quit hurt. But I get it dangerous to perform in that state. And this is the thing, like, you should look up to her more now. I, I get it because I get why you're saying that. That's not on you. It's just the culture that we've been brought into where it's so inspiring to kind of like play through all these injuries and like 
be the person that overcame all this shit, you know, right? Like that's, that's the vibe. That's the mood. But in reality, the most important thing you can do in your life is to choose yourself first and to put yourself first and to take care of you. You are the only you that you get. And by putting yourself first, you are going to inspire other people to do this. Simone Biles making this stance and doing this, I don't even, I don't even think she probably realizes how powerful that is. She probably just kept thinking, oh my God, I'm going to get so much shit for this. I'm going to get so much shit for this. But in reality, people like me, I mean, obviously like I'm older and I'm not an athlete anymore, right? But, you know, I might just think twice about, you know, going somewhere that, you know, I don't feel comfortable with or not always having to say yes. Like this is one of those people that's sitting up on a platform, a huge platform. This is the fucking Olympics. Like it does not get bigger than this. And she's saying, you know what? I choose me. And that is so incredibly powerful. And now I want to talk a little bit about the shit that she's gone through because last night when I I couldn't you know, sleep because I was sick and it's hot in here. I watched Athlete A, which on Netflix, which I thought because I had heard there was this documentary out kind of about Olympians and, you know, what it's like when they come back. And a lot of them like there was a story about someone who works at Subway or Denny's or something like that. And like basically what their lives are like after the Olympics, because you don't really make money if you don't get an endorsement, which I thought was interesting. I was like, that gold medal doesn't come with like $10,000 or whatever. I don't know. So anyways, Athlete A is actually about the whole Larry Nassar scandal. And it made me so physically ill to hear these stories and what they were getting away with. And then you look at the same time I'm watching this and I'm hearing about Simone Biles. It's like, no shit. Her mental health isn't there completely. This girl was literally sexually assaulted by somebody who was supposed to be helping her. And then he was like telling them like he was basically, you know, this is going to get I I don't want to get graphic on it, but he was sexually assaulting them and telling them it was like a cure for their pain. Basically, like follows the story of one of the girls who was like on her way to become part of the Olympic team and her parents are on it. And I swear to God, watching her dad was so hard. I I don't even think he blinked. You can just see the trauma all over this man's face. And it's just like, of course, because he left his daughter with people that he trusted. And then like the worst case scenario happened. And it is just so it's so hard to watch, but I really recommend it, especially if you're sitting here kind of like, why would Simone Biles do that? And I'm not saying this is her only, you know, reason or issue, but like she has been through so much shit and it just totally makes you look at all of those girls in a completely different light. Not only are they you know, so inspiring because they're these incredible athletes who work so hard, but they survived this and they like chose to continue with their sport or chose to find an outlet, like a healthy outlet outlet to get through what they went through. And it's just so, so mind boggling insane. So, um, yeah, that's I mean, hard to transition out of that subject. But, you know, um, I just I don't know. I just it was it was really, really tough to to watch and understand. So Simone Biles, from my perspective, um, obviously you don't need the support of the girl who just got DoorDash tampons because she couldn't get in the car. But I just want you to know that I do 
112% support you. And nothing is more important than mental health. And um, I'm believing that more and more as I get older, especially in the last couple of years, I feel like I've taken a lot of really big hits and have, you know, not been doing the best at climbing myself out of these holes that I've been in. And, you know, I just I I just think it's so important. And so, um, yeah, so uh, on my mental health real quick, I am maybe on the next time I'll be a little bit more angry and we'll talk about X shit and breakup stuff. But, you know, I have noticed that since, you know, I got the email that I've talked about in other episodes, you know, my mental health hasn't been super great. And I just feel like I kind of stopped working out. My body's been hurting. I've been so sick physically, which, you know, they are connected. I'm not saying that like that's what's causing it, because obviously I have Crohn's, lupus, fibromyalgia that are doing their own things, concussions and just like normal sickness like a human being gets. And so anyways, you know, my body's just not feeling good. My soul's just not feeling good. So I decided to go back and read Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies. And if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you know, I live and breathe this book. And, you know, I decided to read it again. And I'm in the midst of it. And I got back into journaling and I felt so good this morning. This is my first day. In the book, she gives this prompt about writing, like you writing the kind of person that you want to become. And I just thought that was so cool. She was like, you write about who you want to be. And so, um, you know, I'm going to let you in on a little bit of my journal. I'm going to write you kind of what I wrote out today. And it was so helpful. Oh, my God. It looks like I'm crying right now. Um, but it's actually sweat rolling down my face. So here are 10 facts that I would like to be true about myself. So I would like to be a good friend. I would like to be independent, i.e. comfortable with going places alone, living on my own, etc. I would like to take care of myself physically, daily workouts, eating foods that make me feel good, but not being mean to myself about food. I would like to take care of myself mentally, therapy, meditation, positive self-talk. I would like to thrive in a career that I'm passionate about. I would like to help and or inspire others to live their dreams. This is one of my favorites. (laughs) And it's like does not reflect how I look right now. I would like to be extra as fuck, dressing up for every occasion, feeling good about the way I look and just living my life unapologetically. I would like to be flexible and understanding, giving people a second chance and not shutting down the second I feel like I'm done with something or someone because that is one of my toxic traits. When I'm done, I'm done. And like sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's kind of like, okay, relax. And I know some of my friends are listening right now and they're like, bitch. You give a hundred fucking chances. And I hear you. I do. But there are some times that I just feel like I can't. And it's it's like these old vendettas that I have. And then it's just like, OK, well, now I'm holding on to something stupid. And it's more like I just want to let go for me. Like, I don't want to hate people because it just it just takes up too much too much of my energy. I would like to have a cleaner life as in an organized desk, a clean car, a clean room. I know my mom's somewhere cheering because I live at home and driving her crazy. And my last one was I, I would like to be happy. And I know this is never going to be a 24-7 thing. I know I also have sad moments, but I want to be able to step back and just think, 90% of my life, I'm very happy, which I, I think I'm getting there. But, you know, sometimes I've just been losing this battle. And, you know, this exercise was so great and I loved it. And so I just wanted to share it with you all to like hopefully get you all to do something similar or, you know, feel really good about yourselves. And 
you know, honestly, I was listening. Okay, so back to High School Musical really quick. I was listening to the only song that I think is the absolute banger of the season, which is Second Chances. And um, I've had this problem where the last, like, it's only Tuesday. No, it's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. You're listening on Wednesday. Um, but between today and Sunday and Saturday, I just chose a different song to listen to on repeat. And Saturday, it was Second Chances. Today, it was Billie Eilish's um, new song, Happier Than Ever, which is probably what spiraled my, you know, breakup segment that I'm not going to get into. And then um, I can't remember what Sunday's was, but it basically I've been obsessed with these songs and Second Chances is such a good song. And I felt like um, to me, even though it's sung by um, high schoolers talking about their relationships um, and or their lives, it just kind of sparked to me that, you know, I think sometimes when I'm so down, I just think this is it and I did it and I'm, I'm just like, I have to be this person now. But in reality, like we always have the ability to make changes and we have all the ability to give ourselves the chances to survive and thrive. So this is my second chance. This is like my fifth chance, honestly, in my life so many times I've crashed down but I don't know I'm on a second chance vibe mode right now oh my god I can't <laughs> you guys I can't get over how much I'm sweating but this does bring me to my I'm sorry what moment not the very passionate talk I just gave you but the fucking sweat on my face because as I was reading by yourself the fucking lilies she was talking about how she didn't like to work out growing up and like same and she was talking about the um, dreadful, something that I swear to God still keeps me up at night, which was the physical fitness test that they did in middle school and high school. I should have called one of my teacher friends in advance to ask them if they still do this shit. And if you know, please comment on the Instagram, comment on the podcast, text me. I need to know, do they still do this shit? Because this was one of the fucking most tragic and traumatizing things that's happened in my life, which I know by saying that that gives me a lot of privilege. And I I'm aware. I'm just saying that, like the nightmares I still have, I can literally picture it so perfectly. I'm at Christensen Middle School in Livermore and I'm in those horrible blue sweat shorts, my gray top, and we're all sitting in the pull-up bar room and we all have to do a pull-up while everybody is staring at us. And that image haunts me all the fucking time. I'm sorry, what? Why? Like, uh, wh why? If you need to test kids or whatever, I still don't get it. But like, can you just pull them out individually, like have a big kickball game going on and then just go, hey, Ashley, it's time for your physical test. And then I get to go in an isolated room where I struggle super hard to do one pull up. Well, you know, and I don't need to know that everybody in the class did at least 20. I don't need to know that that shit doesn't need to come to me. I have I don't need to know. And then I can also show that I can't touch my toes, something everybody else in my grade can do. But once again, I don't need to know that because it's OK. Can they tell me in that meeting, hey, girl, you're you're a little pudge and you need to run more. It's going to be good for your health. Sure, that's fine. Maybe not the pudge words, but, you know, if you're worried about the kid's health, fine. But you do not need to do that in a room full of their peers that they're going to go to school with for the next like eight years, because this is like in sixth grade or whatever for me. And then they just keep happening. And then you got the time mile shit, which I know that's never going to go away. And I don't know what the solution is. But I just think the physical fitness fucking tests should be done in private. And the trauma, the fat kid trauma 
was too much for me. And now it's like, you know, when someone wants to work out with me, that's my first thought. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm back in the fucking physical fitness test. And these bitches are going to see that I'm not as strong as them. For some reason, the only thing I could really push myself to do, like group wise, besides obviously being an athlete and playing lacrosse for a team, um, was going to Kim's workout classes. And honestly, I think I was more driven by the fact that I couldn't wait to see her and fill her in on whatever gossip I had. And I wanted to see her reaction in person that, you know, that's the reason I went. And I genuinely enjoyed them. I really do like you, Jam. I like the dancing. I like that everyone's kind of focused on themselves. So nobody's looking at me because I know I'm not looking at anybody else except for Kim, so I can know what, what step I'm supposed to do next. But uh, yeah, I really like the workout classes for that reason. But I was thinking back because I was like, you know, I was an athlete and blah, 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 blah. But every time we had to run sprints, I felt like I was going to throw up and not just because I didn't love running sprints, but because that was something that I could it could physically be seen that I was last. And I just I couldn't handle it. I wasn't last every time, but it was It was traumatic enough. So, you guys, this is my official petition. Um, I'm going to call Biden myself, um, and I would like for him to get rid of the physical fitness test. Um, If it's not already, if it is, please let me know. I'm very passionate about the subject. Okay, you guys, I have the worst swamp ass right now. I am so hot. Um, I'm sorry I just kept complaining this episode, but I feel like you know, this podcast is just supposed to be like you're on the phone with your best friend and she's filling you in on her day. And that's me. And I'm filling you in to let you know that I'm sitting here with swamp ass. My tampons have been delivered by DoorDash by a sweet man named Luis. I didn't have the courage to face him in person, but you know, everybody's got a mountain that they have to climb or as so Miley says. (laughs) I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You guys, I have a goal. So um, I also mentioned in in the book, and this is also mentioned on um, some of the podcast blogs I listen to, that's important to set goals for yourself. So right now, um, this doesn't go overall. This is from episode, I believe, 55 up is when I switched streaming platforms to Captivate. And so I don't have any of the stats before, but so so far, I have 730 downloads. And I would really really love to get to a thousand. So while you're if you're listening, um, please download the podcast. You can do it on a bunch of different streaming services. If you have not told a friend yet to listen, please do. Please let them know that this podcast is the fucking shit. And, you know, you're going to hear about fun things like vagina waxes and tampons. And, you know, like you just can't get that shit anywhere else. You know, you're not going to hear that on the Joe Rogan show. So you're only going to get that here with Ashley Sleek. (laughs) So anyways, I have this wonderful goal to by, you know, the end of August hit a thousand downloads. So please download, like, comment, subscribe, follow me on all social media platforms. George mentioned that he missed me on TikTok because I was dying and sick last week, but I posted two videos today. I'm going to try to keep that shit up so you can follow me at Ashley Sleek on TikTok or on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. I'm also on Facebook and and Twitter. If you want to see my every once in a while, jump in there. Um, You can uh, view that too. But thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much. Okay, bye.